0: And Vanessa, and this is Shit on, shit on the Table.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's oh what god. it is. We're That's just going to keep it. we're going to keep it. Oh my god. Um, so, we are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming hot topics and tell your stories. Yay. We've had some technical <laughs> difficulties
0: today, so we're just going to get right into it. How right. was your How was your week, Vanessa?
1: It was good. I mean, I don't really know... My life has been a blur. Um, Really quick, though, I'm going to be eating throughout this, so sorry if you hear my lip smacking. I'll try and be quiet. Um, But my week has been a blur. Being pregnant and grooming is not easy. Yes. My new thing is dry heaving, and (laughs) I was grooming... This doodle, he's really good. I only groom good dogs. We've talked about this before. And um, so, poor guy is in the tub, and I am just.
0: Huh? Going,
1: yeah, just going at it. I didn't officially throw up until actually last night, but because it's really difficult for me to throw up, I have to induce it. Like, I'm not like a normal person. I know for you, you just like make the noise and you're throwing up yep that is not how i work i actually even being the shittiest faced i have been i have always induced vomit like it's just and then once it starts going it's it goes for hours and hours but anyways so i'm just like dry heaving fighting the urge to vomit. And he's, like, just licking me like, you're gonna be okay. Aww. He's, like, giving me face kisses and just, like, it's gonna be okay. And I'm, like, you're such a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been fun. And then I had a client catch me dry heaving in my car. And she was, like, waving at me. And I'm, like, you know, doing the thing. I can't do it because then it will just be a snowball effect. So, like, it's just been... One of those. I was getting in my car and some guy was taking his trash out or bringing it in. I don't really know. And I was dry heaving, getting into my car, and he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with this person?" (laughs) And it's just been like really fun. Um, I smell things that I've never smelled before, and it triggers me, and it just—it has not been really fun. In I haven't really been caring about the business. Like, I've just been going with the emotions. So, like, everything that you see on social media about pregnancy in their ads is a fucking lie. (laughs) They're all liars and they should be ashamed of themselves, you know, because they give you, like, this false... Representation of what pregnancy is truly like. You can like. totally do it. Yeah, like you can do it. Oh my god, you're a superstar. No, they're a fucking liar. You feel miserable, and and you know what? It's okay. Yeah,
0: if it is you 100% need to take a break, okay. if or take it slow, or take it oh, on your time.
1: Yes, you have to. I'm late Especially if you every work. Day. Yeah,
0: if you if you're doing labor work, it's really difficult. You're already your body's going through so much. Mm-hmm. When I worked at corporate, um, and my first pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I took the, when I found out I was pregnant, I took about three weeks off after I found out. So I took my vacation just so I could sleep. And I know you don't have that luxury, and not many of us do, um, but because I had, yeah, um, I think that was the only good part of being corporate. When it got towards later in my pregnancy, it wasn't as good. But in the beginning of my pregnancy, I took my vacation time, and I took about like two to three weeks off just yeah. to like not die.
1: If I could have done that, I would have because it would have been yeah amazing. It's really hard. You 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 couldn't,
0: you know. Yes, IVF is like a planned, like a hardcore planned pregnancy to a degree, but like you it can't also plan
1: IVF. Yeah, but <laughs> also
0: exactly. But also, it's like you have to like you, everything that you've done has been on the fly.
1: Yeah, you know that's what IVF is. They can give you a schedule. But that doesn't mean that this—that's yeah. what's going to happen. Exactly.
0: So it's not like you can plan like uh, a viable pregnancy. You don't know one yeah. because it's IVF, and in any pregnancy, you don't know. Mm-hmm. So you don't know in the beginning viability, and then you can't really say I'm going to take three weeks off here and there. And I know you're a schedule crazy person, and to be able to schedule that would have been nice, but you can't. Mm-mm. So like I get that. That's that's a struggle. It's Especially just the the early stages is just it's just completely being sick. Oh my God. first pregnancy I was sick throughout the whole thing, but it it gets easier. The sickness gets easier as obviously the pregnancy progresses. I'm like
1: constantly seasick. That's what it is. You yeah. have like a slight dizziness about you, and then the constant urge to vomit twenty four seven.
0: Well, I was like that for seven months for my first one. I and really hope
1: that's not me. <laughs> It's not,
0: everybody's not like that. You know, every pregnancy is different. This is tragic. Just so you know, every pregnancy is different, and Mm -hmm. because your pregnancy is different than everyone else's, you have all right, all the rights to just not give a shit right now and forgive yourself later for all the things because it's not that important important in the bigger spectrum of things.
1: I definitely don't give a shit. But I'm very hard on myself. Yes, you are. When it just comes to everyday life and work. But the lack of fuckness I have right now is kind of great. And I hope it continues. It will because you
0: will have kids. And it's not about fucks. It's just like, Eh, it's so hard. eh,
1: Whatever happens. It's so
0: hard to keep, you know, keep to what. Yeah. You know, you'll have everything that you want in your mind. Yeah. Planned out, but it won't go that way because you are now not in control of anything
1: (laughs) right (laughs) ever ever I don't know like I had never been late to an appointment in the three years that I was open yeah never been late even like with traffic because I leave so early I like to be at my client's house at least 15 minutes beforehand so if I do hit a little bit of traffic then I'm still within that window and I'm late like 15 minutes every day to my appointments. It's in the hard morning. getting up in the morning. It is so hard cuz I have to take medications in the morning. And so I'll do my medications and I'm so sick and dizzy from taking a shower, putting in my medication that I have to li- like lay down for like 10 minutes to recoup and then go downstairs and force myself to eat. Yeah. And cuz I'm sick but starving. And then I have to go and do whatever I have to do for the trailer and then go to work. And I'm just, like, every day laying in bed like I'm just not going to go to work today. (laughs) I just can't take it anymore. I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired, if that makes sense. Oh, and it's only the early stages (laughs) you're going
0: to feel that way for a while. Like, I
1: can deal with pain. I have a really high pain tolerance. Yeah, when you're just chronically in pain. Yeah, and like I can deal with little things, but when I'm sick, I am the biggest baby, and I don't like when my head is not in control of itself. Yeah, with that sickness, and it has just been like the biggest struggle. Like I unloaded in therapy. <laughs> It's just like, whoa. And I'm like, I'm not not excited that I'm pregnant. It's just, who wants to be sick? And then our job is stinky. Like, yeah, I came, the dogs smell when you get them wet.
0: I came back, I think I was 15 weeks. And do you remember a girl that worked with us named Ashley? She was yeah. like our mini receptionist uh-huh. for a little bit. Okay, well, um, a dog has shit in the back, right?
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: I was the only one in the back, so I had to clean it up. Mm -hmm. So I cleaned it up, and I basically held my breath the whole time, but the moment everything was clean, and everything was kosher, Mm -hmm. I just stood there for a second. She looks at me, and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like looked at her and I was right next to the trash can and I just started vomiting in the trash can and I'm like I'm still going through morning sickness <laughs> she's like oh okay she ran so quick out of the back and yeah that's, that's how it was. it was and you know the thing was is that I was sick I'm very sensitive I'm even more sensitive after having kids to like vomiting and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I still have a gag reflex if I brush my teeth too long If I brush my teeth too long, if the the toothpaste is, like, in my mouth too long, if there's food in my mouth too long, I will throw it. And that is all from my first pregnancy (laughs)
1: six years ago. Oh, my God. It doesn't go away. (laughs) I hope it does because usually I have to stick my fingers in my mouth to vomit, Mm -hmm. which I ended up having to do the second round of vomiting. But... The first round, all I had to do was touch my throat. And because I've had this aversion as of lately with things around... Wearing a mask is very difficult right now. Yeah. Um, Especially in the morning. And then I can't have the mask around my throat... Yeah, Or I'm else it makes me want to throw up. So I just touched my throat and I was throwing up. And I'm like, please, please do not let this stick around. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so this cannot stick around. Yeah, you can make it work later on. <laughs> I'm like, I'll have to like learn. Hold to it be- harder. Choke <laughs> harder. <laughs> exactly. Because if that sticks around i'm gonna be so disappointed and so mad you never know what sticks around to be honest but i don't know it's been a disaster i often
0: hate bananas but
1: i've always hated i've always
0: disliked bananas enough to where i just didn't eat them but now i absolutely fucking hate them Mm -hmm. and i ate them every day with both pregnancies i forced myself to eat bananas but i hate them if something smells like a banana. If it looks like it... Well, no, because I eat a lot of platanos and plantains.
1: That's different. They taste different. Oh,
0: they taste so good. But yeah, I... Regular bananas. And those are fried. Yeah. I just... I still don't... I don't... I don't... I don't... (laughs) I've never
1: liked bananas. I can eat them in things. But a solo banana? Nasty.
0: But I ate them every... Every day. Because they're so good for you when you're pregnant. But I... So... Yeah. Mm.
1: But... Um, Potatoes are the same. You can have potatoes because they're full of potassium. Yeah. So I've been eating potatoes. Yeah, I like potatoes. But, yeah. So grooming while pregnant is very difficult. And if you had an easy pregnancy, kudos to you. It gets easier. (laughs) If you
0: you go for a second pregnancy, which you said you weren't. No, 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 um, no. no, no. As long
1: as both are viable and come pushed out alive, then... And they are alive, you know? You're done, you're done. I'm done. Yeah, no, the second
0: pregnancy, though, it was... I worked throughout the whole pregnancy. F- from conception to the day before I gave birth. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very different for your body for the first one. It's very traumatic for your body for the first one. And if well, yeah, you were that like- lucky bitch that had a good pregnancy for the first one, I fucking hate you on the inside. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. <laughs> but, like... I, I'm, get, I'm, very, I'm a bitter bitch. Oh, me
1: too. I'm so tired of hearing women be like, my first pregnancy was so easy. And it's like, can you just stop talking to me? You're that's, not the person I want to talk to. That's my family. To.
0: I am the oldest of five <laughs> children and four of us are girls. All of us had children. And two out of the uh, four girls had perfect pregnancies. And they loved being pregnant. My mother loved being pregnant.
1: Oh, yeah, your mom was telling me she was one of the bitches that I didn't want to talk to anymore.
0: Well, (laughs) keep in mind my mom suffers from a lot of mental um, instability. She has a lot of mental illness. And she also had endometriosis, undiagnosed for over 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. So every time she was pregnant, all those things went into remission because your body changes so drastically. So her mental illnesses went away for almost one to two years um, pregnant and having children So that's why she had so many children Because she loved being, being pregnant. pregnant I mean my mom was a hoe And she <laughs> could admit that But you know Yeah but, but
1: I but, have PCOS and endo And I'm still sicker than a dog You would think it's, it's <laughs> it, the Your mom was my model pregnancy woman And well, I feel very she, she betrayed had, She
0: had morning sickness <laughs> She had the regular things But everything was normal for her Like <laughs> After her morning sickness, like her mental clarity cleared up, mm-hmm. um, her endometriosis pain was not there anymore. Uh, obviously, your mom you're pregnant. paints a very
1: different picture. Because I was talking to her when you were not there at yeah. the park. Yeah, and then and she was like, "My pregnancies were perfect." She's like, "I didn't get the morning sickness." Oh, uh, well, maybe she didn't. She was like, "But she did." I she's was, always
0: said that she's loved being pregnant. Oh yeah,
1: no, she was definitely rubbing it into my open wound. <laughs> it's still early. It might change. Well, your mom from day one had beautiful pregnancies, according to her, and I'm just looking at her while she's talking to me like, and like...
0: They all popped out without any complications. Yeah. Except
1: for Rebecca. <laughs> well, that's Rebecca.
0: <laughs> and then Timmy almost killed her because his head was so big. I that. Yeah, because his head's still fucking ridiculously shaped.
1: Her brother... Looks like Post Malone, but skinny.
0: And it's so funny because Post Malone looks like a trailer trash Post Malone. And then we're like, oh, Timmy, you're a trailer trash Post Malone, but you can't get any more trailer trash. <laughs> no,
1: because then he'd look dead on to Post Malone if he I know. did. Exactly. He so, doesn't have the tattoos, like any of that stuff. But but he does look like Post he Malone. He does look like Post Malone. So, total sidetrack because I forgot to tell you. I was looking for your guys' area that you guys were at for for Story's birthday party and I saw your brother's body because he has a very distinct body. It's very frumpy and from afar. So I was like, oh yeah, I saw your body from afar. And before I can tell him that he was frumpy, he was like, oh, my body? I was like, Timmy, get out of here,
0: you're nasty. Oh, no, he already <laughs> told me half the jokes about uh, your twins. I guess he said some jokes about like one of Har- Harvey's. Is. <laughs> I was like, Timmy, get out of here, you're nasty. He's, he's newly single and he's been going to the gym. So his head has been like in between depression of a, of a breakup of like a girl who's very wonderful, but they yeah. just they broke up. And you know, that depression and then like getting out in the field, but then not getting out in the field and then trying to get his body right and his life. Right. So he's like in this weird in between stage since
1: he was in high school. I
0: know, but it's fucking his comedy. (laughs) It's disgusting. The comedy that comes out of this boy, like right now is fucking hilarious.
1: (laughs) That's good. He should be single for a while because he's always had a girlfriend since I've known him. No,
0: he was single for a year hoeing it up. That's a year. Before he met his uh, last girlfriend. That's
1: only one year. He's only 24. Exactly. He needs to be single. Get that dick wet. He's looking at like cougars five... now. Cougars? Yes, yeah. That's why he was hitting on you. I'm not a cougar. <laughs> you need to tell Timmy to watch himself. I am not a cougar. You're much older than him. <laughs> but I am not a cougar yet. So, no, I will. He wouldn't even know what to do with me anyways. <laughs> no, you, I give him A for effort. He tries. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Anyways, let's get back onto the grooming topic. He so, <laughs> how was your week? I had the second
0: COVID shot. It sucked. Um, yeah. <laughs> the first one was fine. The second one made me sick as a dog. It affects everybody differently. So. Don't be discouraged from taking the shot or getting the shot. Just get it. Yeah, you should
1: still get the shot.
0: Yeah, just get it. Um, But I've been very slow at work. And then my busiest day was like a day I had to completely rearrange um, because. The shot. Because of the shot. I was so sick. And so I had to cancel one appointment, reschedule another dog. And then so I did three dogs. Um, And then I gave another dog away to my apprentice. So she actually did a full groom. Like well, a legit room. Up. Yeah. It's. It, she always gets nervous about those things, but I'm like, this dog's easy. She's good. Um, and her haircut's very easy. She's a golden doodle, but looks like a miniature golden with huh. very little hair. And the only things that the pet parents absolutely want is that they want her butt cheeks gone. They don't want her. They want it completely contoured to her body. Yeah. And I'm like, you got this, girl. Yeah, you know what to peasy. do. Yeah, so that's what she did, and yeah, um, I don't know, I was just a little, I was sick. Um, Fridays are the only days I could really do shots, or, or anything medical, because I, that's the only window I have without my kids, and if you guys know, in the current situation, the state of this world, you cannot take your kids into anything medically, if you have to go in, if it's not telehealth, so...
1: Really? I saw a kid at, um, uh, getting lab work done.
0: A kid can get lab work if they're scheduled to get lab work. Oh. Yeah. If you're not, if you have to come alone if you're not, if you're scheduled. Unless you have, like, a caretaker. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fridays are the only days I can do anything.
1: And plus, it's always easier to do that shit anyways without kids, so...
0: And I hope telehealth never leaves.
1: Like if it's for
0: something that is just like reading blood work or um, if it's anything like that, like I haven't, I'm trying out that new endocrinologist.
1: Oh yeah. You need to send me that information.
0: I will. I have it on my phone, but I am doing a telehealth this Tuesday or Wednesday um, and it's for, um, yeah. So that's it. Vanessa's flashed me, like, five times today.
1: <laughs> Gucci
0: shots. She's just lucky I'm wearing underwear. I'm very lucky that she's wearing underwear. <laughs> she never wears
1: underwear. <laughs> no, I don't wear underwear. I don't wear undergarments. They're so restrictive. Um, I was watching this show on Netflix called Worn Stories, and it's about clothes and the people who wear them. Mm-hmm. And the first episode was just like tits and dick, cause it was a um, nudist com- community and nudists. Yeah. And I'm just like, those are my people. Like,
0: I would. I, I'm fine with a woman walking around completely naked. For some reason, that doesn't seem at all disgusting. What about a man,
1: though? It's non-sexual.
0: No, I know. Even in non sexual light, I just feel like things dangling and could potentially hit something needs to be restrained. <laughs> but titties. Titties can accidentally hit things. Yeah, but titties don't piss. They're <laughs> not close to a <laughs> booty hole.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just love all body, like the body form, male, female. Oh, I, I don't hate
0: the male or female body form. I'm just love it. very comfortable with a female being completely naked
1: 24 7. Mm hmm.
0: It's just that,
1: I don't know. I love it. I was like, yes, I should do this. And they do, like, dance classes naked. Do all kinds, of, like, dudes riding their bikes naked. Like, that. I don't know. Anyways, we keep getting off a of topic that was my fault. Um, so, you're feeling better.
0: I'm feeling much better, yeah. It was in and out. Well, it was at least 24 fucking hours, two days, maybe. I started off with a headache, and then it literally went into like I was gonna have the flu, and I had the flu for like 24 hours. Um, And I don't get sick very often. And when I do get sick, I don't know maybe because my immune system is always inflamed. um, When I do get sick, it's very mild. Yeah, and it I I don't know if you guys have ever heard me say this, but like sometimes when you get sick, you kind of just want to rest and be within the sickness. just kind of recover i never have that i get like a little bit sick a little bit uncomfortable and no one takes care of me
1: Mm.
0: yeah because i'm not sick enough to where they need to take care of me
1: that's why you play it up
0: i do play it up that's the sad thing (laughs) my fucking husband's awful and then um and then i still have to do shit i still have to do shit no matter what (sighs) i never have just a like my husband's sick. He'll be sick for, like, three, four days. I come in with tea. I come in with food. Then stop. I come in with soup. I do stop. But sometimes, you know, I feel guilty and I have Why? to... Why?
1: Does he feel guilty? No, because he's a fucking man. Okay, then don't do it. Just because you're a woman doesn't mean you need to take care of your husband. If I not know
0: that. You. I just... I, I don't, don't know.
1: Harvey knows full well if he doesn't do the same shit that I do for him, then that shit stops. Because... I'm not going to But is give. he
0: a big bitch when he gets sick?
1: Yeah. But oh, so okay. am I, though. Oh, and I'm so, not.
0: so, oh, I'm a big baby. No, my husband's the biggest because fucking baby.
1: growing up, that was the only time I really, like, got that affection. I
0: No, it's true. It's true. So, like, I
1: played it up. I learned. I can manipulate this See, situation. I didn't get any of that either when I was... <laughs>
0: I'm thinking about, oh, man, my kids are the same way, too. When they're sick, they're,
1: like, troopers. Maybe I should just... Oh, no, I feel so well, bad. Well, I think that's good, though, because then it shows that you're giving enough affection if they're not having to manipulate the situation.
0: No, but I want them to rest and relax. I don't want them to feel like they have to get up and do Well, stuff. I'm
1: talking about teenage years. When you're a kid, when you're sick, you're all over the place. Regardless. That's just the way kids yeah. are. You know. So. Kids are just superior beings <laughs> when it comes to certain things. <laughs> yeah. And then when adults get the same cold, we're like, Ugh. But, no, I'm talking about when I was a teenager. I'd be, like, extra pretend sick. <laughs> so I would be taken care of. Aww. Because then I didn't have to take care of the kids and, you know, do this shit around the house.
0: I still had to do that shit.
1: No. Or I got yelled at. No. I would be like, I'm too sick.
0: Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I wasn't. <laughs> I still see you do that with Harvey, too. Be
1: be. Yep. Play it up sometimes. Oh, shit. He listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Oh, my
0: God. He probably does
1: the same thing, too. Oh, for sure. You know, maybe not. You know, because when after he got the shot, he was trembling and he didn't want me to go downstairs and get the Tylenol for him. But I did. I went and got it for him and got him water. Yeah. So he's a lot more of a better person in our relationship than I am. He's not as emotional as you are, either.
0: He just a little bit more straightforward thinking.
1: Yeah, because he has no emotional trauma. It's very fucking true. (laughs) He's, like, the most level-headed person I have ever met. Very fucking true. Which is... But he's now a part of the fucked-up family, so... Like, community. So now you guys added to the trauma? No, just, you know... His family... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> just shit's coming out but it's great but it's coming out as when he's an, he's an adult, adult so yeah. he's able to handle it yeah as process it process <laughs> it whereas we didn't have that luxury to be able to process our trauma like adu- an adult yeah ours just blocked our life experiences and learning and yeah you know all that trauma shit anyways so what are you wearing um, I'm wearing the Kenshi Fab <laughs> Pants. I'm wearing
0: the Kenshi Fab Pants, guys. I bought it. They had like a $20 off coupon. So oh, okay. So, I, so you didn't pay full
1: price. Good I did you. not
0: pay full price. I don't pay full price for crap. So um, how many did you buy? I just bought one just to try them out because I still have the other ones um, that I got. What are they called? Loyalty Pets. Loyalty Pets, which I'm... They're not my favorite, but I still wear them because I yeah. bought
1: them. yeah. This the same for the ladybird ones that I bought. Yeah, so I bought. Even though the, they don't fit me anymore.
0: I bought the Kenshi Fab pants, and the first time I wore them, I was texting Vanessa, and I was like, "Oh my god, I love them!" <laughs> because they're compression pants. Yeah. So they have compression, so they're pretty tight around like your muscly areas. Interesting. Um, and they have this really thick band around your waist and your, and so it gives you a lot of lumbar support, and I'm like super excited. And um, and you know they're hair resistant. You just wipe them off. Yeah, they're hair resistant. I don't. I haven't dried them yet, so I just wash them.
1: Yeah, you're not supposed to.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. But you can still wash them. You can still machine wash them. So that's cool. Yeah, so with no
1: fabric softener, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, no fabric softener. It's and it has on the the belt where it says how to take care of it. Pretty easy peasy. Mm-hmm. So I ordered these. Yes, they were expensive but if you guys know me, I pay for orthotics. I pay $100 for shoes for orthotics because I have a lot of back issues and you guys know when you're a groomer you already are are gonna be groomed into back issues. So anything that says lumbar support, orthotics, ergonomic, I'm like all about it, trying to Mm -hmm. care for my joints and pain and all this other Mm -hmm. stuff. So I got them, I was ratting and raving about them, and then I noticed this morning when I was putting them on in the lighting of my bathroom, from the front, everything looks kosher. And then I kind of turned to the side, and guys, I don't wear underwear a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, who would wear underwear in, like, yoga-style pants? Exactly. I don't wear, I I don't
0: usually wear underwear in yoga-style pants, and then if I wear underwear at work, it's just for, just to wear underwear at work if I know I'm going to be like, it's a really sweaty day, like keep the stank at bay I don't know and anyway I don't have like huge butt cheeks but I have butt cheeks right so I noticed in (laughs) my bathroom lighting when I turned to the side I was like wow my ass looks kind of white underneath these black opaque pants and then I started noticing further that everywhere that there's compression is completely opaque and non-see-through but right where the butt is is completely see-through and I didn't fucking know and I've worn these to work, underwear free, I'm bending over all the time and I'm pretty sure you can see the cavern that is my butthole and pussy lips. So let me just
1: say so, when she
0: showed these to me. I put underwear on. I put black underwear on. <laughs> and I was like, Vanessa, can you I bent over in front of her. I was like, can you take a look? And she's like she she detailed everything about my underwear.
1: Oh yeah. Almost down to the color. But I said pink lacing, and it's like a cream. cream. Yeah, it's like a beige. But it was really bad. It was so bad. If you weren't wearing underwear, you would be able to see the hair sticking out of your asshole. Yes.
0: (laughs) And that's disturbing because my shirt doesn't cover my ass. My shirt is just a regular t-shirt. And my smock... Goes like mid-ass. But if I bend down to pick up a dog. If I walk away from clients. And I work all with women. Why are you girls telling me my buttholes hanging out? (laughs) Like obviously these are really tight pants. They're compression pants. Like I get it. But come on, women, we're supposed to stick together and nobody could tell me you could see my asshole from a
1: mile away. And this was in natural lighting. like She's in my living room. Oh there's no light. God. It's just natural lighting coming into the room and like just. You guys don't understand. From the front, completely opaque. Yeah, they look fine from the front. But I guarantee From my the back, couch cushion could see every detail. of I don't her understand. Butt right now. Like <laughs>
0: why? Why? Why is it so opaque? In like cause there's, because there's because they didn't do a butt check
1: when they were creating these. I,
0: I guess not. And you they didn't realize to. my ass stretched the fabric out. Like I get it's supposed to have breathable, stretchy fabric, but add another
1: panel. Yeah. Fuck's sake! Oh my god, guys. So if you have these Kenji pants, do yourself a favor and have someone do a butt check for you because <laughs> it was really bad that was a re- I don't know maybe you got it done I don't know I don't know because I haven't seen too much about the pants I have not seen
0: anybody buy these pants because everybody is very wary of the price and I get it they're $80 yeah. but I have well, bought, they're $100 right? they're $100 yes they're $100 and everybody is, like, you know, they'll wear regular workout stuff that's yeah. c- comparable. But I work in such a hairy environment, and...
1: Well, the whole hair-resistant is, like, that's so appealing.
0: That is exactly why I get it. Because I wear workout clothes, but the workout clothes that I wear do not resist the hair as much as I want it to. Yeah. I can only do so much. I can only blow away so much. Yeah. It's one or two wears. It will...
1: And you it have to get, itself. like, a specific fabric, because I have that fabric yeah. from Fabletics. Fabletics, And I does, haven't been able to find... They don't tell you what kind of fabric it exactly. is. Exactly.
0: So, I have gone and, like, looked at other... <clears throat> like, I have these one pair that I thought would be hair resistant, but they're not. They're not. They're not the same material, and I. it's so hard to find I don't it. know
1: what kind of material that's even called. I
0: don't even know either. Because no. I
1: bought that fabric on accident. Because when I go to the gym, I do not like that fabric. I like the more cottony, spandexy fabric. Yeah. So I bought those on accident twice, and they work great for work, but I don't like it at the gym. But, yeah. And then... I um, would just be weird. And the other
0: silky... The other silky pants that I have, they roll down. Yeah. Or, if I wear underwear, they roll my underwear down and bunch up. So it's like, I can't fucking win, guys, and I don't think... I hope people that work for these companies are listening and <laughs> will make in the next year or one to two years fix these issues.
1: Well, I would email them. We can take a picture in email them. Okay. We could take a picture of my butthole. Yeah. Like seriously, don't wear underwear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what if they get me for like sending them like pornographic It's not, injury? it's
1: their pants. Good point and just be like, um, hello? <laughs> what <laughs> well, is this? We can wear
0: the underwear so that way they can see everything. Like, hey, yeah. why is it opaque everywhere but the butt cheeks?
1: Maybe some people just want to make that extra tip too. There's,
0: you know, Kenchi is a, a sheer brand that is also catering to hairdressers. So maybe, because hairdressers are supposed to be like cute and trendy. I don't know. Is it cute and trendy to have your ass cheeks out right now?
1: It's always cute and trendy. There you go. Maybe that's why
0: they made it this way.
1: Well, I don't know. They should have really done an ass check. It doesn't take that much. But then maybe they're like, oh, see, I can see your knees. See, I can't. I mean. I can.
0: Kind of. I can
1: see this knee perfect right here.
0: And I got the size that it said for me. And it fits. But it's just like. Yeah. Anytime something's... I don't know. Well, I don't think it has anything to do with the fit. It's the matter of movement or stretch. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it's It's like... It's just a very thin fabric. If you have booty, don't get these pants. Unless you have...
1: I don't even think that matters because...
0: Well, no, because if you if you get the size that you're intended to, and the, this is the only area that stretches
1: out, you're gonna see your booty cheeks through. Exactly. So, <clears throat> no matter does what, doesn't matter what kind of butt you have, what it's you, gonna show more. I think if you have if you're stretching out the fabric, if you buy like a small size. Well, what then if you have what
0: if you have a small waist, small legs, but you are just blessed with some cake? Well, then maybe then. You're gonna look so good from the front, <laughs> so good from the side, then I think and from the be back. A, a You're just gonna see. Constant showing,
1: but whereas like someone who has a smaller butt, it'll only show when they bend over. Yeah, they stretch the fabric out. But then if you have a bigger butt then it might be stretching the fabric out all the time. Yeah. And then it'll be more see-through.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if you groomers out there and are like Etsy or like really handy-dandy and know how to make these things. Oh, give me a fucking shout out.
1: And do maternity. I need
0: lumbar support. Ooh, maternity with lumbar support.
1: Yeah, maternity pants and maternity smocks that smocks grow with you. That would be amazing. I don't know why none of our smock companies like our clothing companies have even done that it's like this is a predominantly female industry who gets pregnant so why not have a smock made for maternity that grows with you
0: i don't know they hate us
1: right they make you just buy bigger smocks and i don't want to i have to buy smocks right now because i don't like the angel one anymore i wore it the other day because it's starting to get warm and I was itching the whole time.
0: My angel one's done, but I've had my angel one for four years. Yeah,
1: I think I've had mine a little bit longer. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's
0: it's just too itchy. The fabric's done, and yeah.
1: the hair gets right through, and it was driving me bonkers. It's, I know I don't, I don't hate that brand because
0: it's four years and now, and I'm really hard on my shit. My smogs. I'm not.
1: My shit still looks brand new. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but after a while, the fabric wears and the hairs get through and it's itchy and uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, it just sucks. So now I want to buy new vests through Ladybird, but I'm like, why the fuck am I going to buy new shit right now when I'm going to have to grow into it? And then I don't want to buy more because then this shit's expensive. You know what I mean? I'm in a predicament right now. And the- you're going to grow. Yeah, I'm going to grow. Because you have two beans. Yes. So I think I might just buy a large and fucking swim in it for a while. Because I'm a medium. It should be
0: fine. I was wearing my smock up until, like, I was about to bust the seams. And then yeah, I wore...
1: You didn't really, like, sticky out No, I didn't. You went more wide. I think they laid, like, more wide. And so there's width in smocks, but there's not sticky-outy, and I have a feeling, since it's twins, I'm going to be sticky-outy. I just
0: stopped caring, and that's why I wore, like, my husband's smock for a while. <laughs> yeah. I, you, ju- you just don't give a fuck. Whatever's comfortable. Yeah, but comfortable. my husband
1: doesn't have a smock. I can't wear
0: his smock. <laughs> you could borrow Chris's extra-large smock. Not in the you'll, summer. You'll be swimming. It's very light, but you have to
1: have a vest with venting in the summer, I've tried wearing smocks in the summer. You die. I sweat with the vest. So I can't have anything on my arms. I'll die.
0: Maybe you'll have to find somebody who can make hair resistant tank tops. And then you don't have to worry about any of that.
1: Yeah. No, I'm going to actually start wearing dresses to work.
0: I refuse. I wore dresses <laughs> I wore dresses to work. Yeah. I wore leggings that were not meant for... I stopped caring.
1: Well, it's not even that I care. It's just the idea of have Right now, specifically in this moment, the idea of having something around my stomach is very uncomfortable. Like, if I didn't have to wear panties right now because of suppositories, I would not. So, I am like... Dresses. I need a dress that's slightly hair-resistant... And then I'll just wear my vest smock over it and call it a fucking day. And it's still cute. With my compression socks that go up to my knees. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. It's going to be what it is. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to wear dresses. The Asian culture, they wear fucking dresses to groom. Have you ever seen their videos? They're all wearing dresses.
0: Yeah, they all they all look cute. They're yeah. wearing like... They're all wearing like business attire a lot of times too when you watch yeah, them
1: the males yeah i saw one where they were wearing like dresses that reminded me of like the 20th century and i'm like what the fuck they were like super big and baggy but they look cute in it but i'm like that's too much for me cuz the sleeves went like quarter length and i don't like quarter length to groom in but i was like okay that's kind of they kind of solidified my idea well fuck it i'm going to wear a dress too I know. I wish I could wear
0: shorts to work.
1: Yeah, and not that cotton T-shirt that you're wearing. It just shows she has no idea what your what our industry is like. No, but
0: I wear this underneath my vest.
1: I know, but that's still hot. I remember we had to wear. Remember, you have to wear the, um, like the marketing T-shirts at PetSmart they used to give you yeah oh and you had to wear them and it's like nobody sees ours they're like you have to and it's like you would sweat that's what that reminds me of just sweat yeah yeah and it's true yeah refuse refuse but anyways so today we wanted to give you a list of some grooming groups on Facebook because we all know Vanessa loves her groups I do I love groups I mean I actually went to go clean up some of my groups because there's a I was in a part I was a part of a lot of groups that were just not really active and so I went through and started deleting them but I was' in about a hundred groups didn't you say you only cleaned it up to about 90 yeah I think so. <laughs> I'm still a part of a shit ton of groups. But these are the ones that... I'm in all kinds of groups. I'm in... uh, Now I'm in maternity clothing groups. And so that people will sell their maternity clothes for like hella cheap. And then I'm in like my specific physical ailments groups. Anything that is new into my life, I find a group for. So... And then you know who else is starting to do that? Harvey. (laughs) Harvey.
0: he's He's on all the twins groups. yes
1: (laughs) he's in twin dad groups so it's only dads are allowed in this group and for twins in some of this shit he shows me I'm like whoa (laughs) (laughs) this is like yeah lucky there's no women.
0: he gets to learn about all the men who ate their wife's placenta yes
1: the placenta is mine because it helps with postpartum so that's what I'm going to do I'm going to encapsulate it. Anyways. (laughs) People are like, what the fuck? Um, Did you
0: encapsulate yours? Um, no. The first time I had a C-section, they took it away. And I didn't even really care about encapsulation of placenta. Because it's another pseudoscience thing. And I... I don't
1: know if it's pseudoscience. It's just... It's pseudoscience. No, it's not. It's pseudoscience. Why would the pharmaceutical companies put any fourth... Investigation into this—if they can't make money off of it, it's not proven to, because they don't want to prove it, dude. Okay, it's not proven to do anything,
0: and it's not proven to not do anything. So it's exactly. inconclusive. So because still, they don't want
1: to put the research. And it's still pseudoscience. It's so not anyway, pseudoscience. I wasn't.
0: My friend offered to do it because she knows how to do it, and so we were trying to get my first one, and then the second one I didn't even really care.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not pseudoscience, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: So I was like, yeah, I'm all about it, but I'm not really about it, so I don't really care. Yeah. Anyway, but my friend does it.
1: She she encapsulates it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take that shit. I'm going to cook it up like good old steak dinner. It's dehydrated. I know. I was just making a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so group So groups are uh, super fun. You get to learn about... Anything and everything, you can see upcoming seminars um, now that they are coming back. Um, Yeah. So that's cool. Um, It's a way to just be a part of the industry if you're in a small town. You know, if you don't have the connections like a big city. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of people who don't have a lot of grooming friends be like, I love being in these groups. Um, because they're alone in their industry out in wherever they're at. Um, but come big groups online, you get trolls, you get Karens, you get Chads, you get them all. So you have to, like, take these groups with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah, people are always gonna have their biases, and a lot of people feel (laughs) I don't know, people feel like I can't even think of the word. It's their way or the highway?
1: Yes. And they feel that their opinion is the only opinion that fucking matters. Like, their
0: opinion is fact. And it's like, oh um, No, it's not.
1: You can, No, yeah. It's not. It's an opinion and that's all it is.
0: And that's how a lot of people are about, like... For example, earplucking and stuff.
1: Oh yeah, earplucking and that always comes. that's always comes as drama. It's a means. hot topic.
0: Always, like every other week. Yeah. And oh it's yeah, just constant, um, constant bombardment of, like, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. Don't
1: do it. Yeah.
0: New and science says something right now, and old science said something then. Yeah. And. You
1: know, things exactly. can change.
0: You can change your opinion and your mind later on, but right now, just
1: yeah, do your research. and form your opinion off of your individual research and exactly. I don't know. So you know, so you
0: gotta. So you just gotta be careful because because you say something and you have an opinion about something, and then Linda from whatever town says, "No, that's not right." <laughs> this is how you do it, blah, 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 and you look on her page and she's just Joe Schmo with no medical or professional credentials. You can just just
1: be aware of that. Yes, especially if you're a new groomer. Exactly. You're going to run into these groups, and these groomers, I've noticed in the groups, don't sometimes, not all groomers do this. This is a specific kind of groomer, and I find these specific kind of groomers have been grooming for 30 plus years. And they're like very set in their old school mentality, and they're like, it's this way, and they're very aggressive with their opinion. And then they kind of, like, make you feel guilty, so then you kind of have to believe them. Yeah, and that's the same thing with <laughs> but, our,
0: our opinion. We give you our opinion. Oh, yes.
1: This podcast is very much opinion-based, but are, we don't get offended if yeah, you don't agree with our opinion. Exactly.
0: We're not, there's nothing added to us. There's no, no added to our name. We're just going based off of experience and this little bit of research that we keep constantly doing. We're yeah. constantly doing research. In the things that pertain to just us. Yeah,
1: and our problems at the moment. But if you, we've had groomers or message us to be like, hey, this, this, and this. And we're like, oh, that's cool. Like, thank you for your opinion. It may or may not have changed our opinion. Yeah. But we don't get offended that easily. If you don't like our opinions, that's completely fine. It is what it is. Like, what,
0: what I like about the groups and what I like about a lot of groups is that you get a general consensus of things. So I think of it as like almost as a polling. So like if I have like a quick question like I had a question about how to hang or how to mount my dryer Um, how to mount my dryer to where it's like it's most effective or and so a lot of people had one particular opinion and then a a minority group had another opinion yeah. And for some reason, I was more drawn to the minority group. Does that make it right? Probably not, because the majority says do it this way because it's been most effective for them. Yeah. But I liked the way the minority group talked about how to mount the dryer <clears throat> for whatever reason. it probably worked best for your situation. I haven't even mounted my dryer. But yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the polling. I like the polling. I, like yeah. I like the consensus of small topics. And it's really cool when people start, like, putting their tricks out there. Yeah. And, like... You can learn
1: stuff. Mm -hmm. Doing things a certain way. So what's Um, the first
0: group that you have on your
1: plus giant list? I didn't put these in any order. um, Only because this one is relevant in my life right now. This one happens to be the first one is pregnant and grooming. Um, So, (laughs) like I said, I find a group for everything. Um... They've been really helpful. I've actually been in this group for quite some time. um, Maybe about a couple years. And because I had the idea of bringing the solo, we call them singletons, a singleton child um, with me to work. And then, you know, rearranging my trailer and kind of revamping it. But since we're having twins at the moment, um... That kind of went out the window. So (laughs) now we're, even though there is a mom in the group that brings her 18-month-old twins to work with her, and I am just like, I need to pick her brain. Um, But I don't know, I don't know, I don't know yet. We have some things in the works. um, It's hard with kids. But so we're, I don't know. So that's kind of one group that I'm in now. It's just a whole bunch of moms in there just... And maybe there's dads in there, too. I don't know. I don't pay attention too much to the group at the time, but now I'm kind of, you know, looking into that group more. So there's really a group for everything. Um, And then the second one is I've actually posted in this group looking, I think, like, twice. It's just a nice group to kind of keep on hand in the background if you want to help out a client. Um, It's called My Client is Moving and I Need to Find a New Pet Stylist! point. Um, So say your client is moving and you want to make sure that they're getting the best groomer that you can research, Um, you would just post in that group a picture, a little bit of information about the client and where the client is moving. Um, And this can be for salons or mobile. So I've used that group a couple times. They helped me out um, and passed on some information. I've actually gained clients from this group myself. So, um, which is really cool. So another way of getting more clients and you get to talk to the groomer. Um, So it's good networking. Exactly. And I personally do not have a problem with reaching out to a groomer. Um, someone had, I had just commented and then they recommended me and the clients had picked me within their recommendations because there was multiple groomers And so they passed on the groomer information to me to make, to get the haircut information. And I chit chatted with the groomer and like, I have no problem with talking to other groomers. I actually find it very exciting Mm -hmm. to be able to see like, okay, well, what did they do? And then I still get to put my own spin on it because, you know, not everybody grooms the same. No. So, um, so that was really cool gained some clients, helped clients find other groomers. So then you're just, you know, give and take. It's really nice. Um, This group helped me out a lot. I cannot say enough about this group. Um, When we were trying to build our trailer, we actually got to reach out to another groomer. He's kind of, I don't want to say he's the head honcho. I don't know if he's the admin, but he's very knowledgeable with trying to build out um, units. was that the guy that we met at Super SuperZoo? No, that's oh. Fluff Daddy.
0: No, the other guy.
1: He's white? Yeah. No, that's the guy that runs. Is he on here? Did I not put his group on here? Oops. Um, that's He does professional. He runs the professional group. I should put his group on here. Um, but, no, no, different guy. This guy's older. The guy that oh. we talked to was younger. Yeah, he was. Yeah. No, this guy's uh, older. But he was really cool. We got to FaceTime him and he helped us out. So the group is called DIY Mobile Grooming Conversions. But you don't have to be building anything out. You can have purchased a Hanvey or a Wagon Tails. I would still join this group because they do have a lot of knowledge um, in helping you. Just with fucking anything that has to do with maintenance or fixins on your unit um i love that group it's a really good group um and then if you're wanting to get more information on employment and misclassifications of 1099 it's called groomers misclassified slash 1099 this group is amazing the information is invaluable yes And they actually have an EA, which is an enrolled agent, which is the top tier of accounting. So they're the ones that can assist you in front of the IRS. They're the only ones that can speak up to them. An accountant or a CPA cannot. Um, So that's a really cool feature that they have in this group is that there is an actual EA and she'll chime in every so often. But do not join this group if you do not want to hear the truth. Yes, and I, don't come with
0: your opinions. Or it's, your
1: superiority complex. Exactly. Leave it that is at the door. for questions,
0: and they're giving you answers and facts.
1: Yes, because they will rip you apart. If you're in there with your complex, and you're just like, no, 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 you are very wrong, because they will come at you with facts, and they're not necessarily... Okay, so if you keep pushing the button, then things can turn a little nasty, but... They've, but generally it's not. No, generally it is not nasty. It's just nobody likes to hear the truth, so it can come yeah. off very harsh. But they don't just tell you. They're actually showing you. Yeah. They'll send you articles. They'll send you um, the checklist to see if you are misclassified. So it's not an a, just an opinion-based group. It's an actual factual group yeah um and it's just a great group to come into and it you can i've seen people ask about like payroll and like certain other things they have Um, they have um the they have some of the
0: admins and the ea have set up tools for groomers specifically for grooming businesses depending on the business mobile and salon to help you with things such as payroll such as Mm-hmm. Itemizing, such as
1: it's a good group. It's really for resu- information. yeah,
0: the resources. Are I bet
1: great. any question that you have has already been answered. So using that search engine in the group would be amazing. Just yeah, to
0: get- I would use the search. I would okay, that group's been around for a while. So I would honestly use the search engine first. yes, because and then a ask. lot of new people will ask the same question. and a lot of the tired old biddies who are not <laughs> the admins who are not. Who, who the the some of the some of the people that have been in there for a while that almost honestly are have been in there for too long, and are only there to troll will fucking troll you. So yeah, just, just use the search engines first, see if your questions are answered. If not, c- go answer your yeah. Uh, ask your,
1: your question, mm-hmm. and you can ask questions anonymously, which yes. is really cool. You can message the admin, and you can do an anonymous post, which is a really cool option. Um, so. It is an amazing group to be a part of. I would definitely enter. Make sure... All these groups, I think you have to answer questions. So this one is a really cool group, too. Um, when I when we were house call, we were both a part of this group. I don't know if Vanessa still is. Um, it's called House Call Groomers. No, I am. Are you?
0: I like the stories that some of the people post. That's really it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. It's always wild. <laughs> but they have, like... Even though you're not house call... They still do have really cool tips and tricks. Yeah, like, it's just a really good way, because you
0: have to be uber-organized yes. to be a house call grouper, like, ridiculously organized. Yes, And a lot of the stuff you can implement in everyday life, mm-hmm. but it, it's just, it was, it's a fun group, to be it honest. Is. Like I don't think I've ever seen that much toxicity in this group. No, people have to deal with so much toxicity outside of the group yeah. that when they get in the group, they're, they're just nice. sharing their stories and... Organized people like to organize their thoughts, so it's kind of entertaining.
1: Yeah, and they just like always have the coolest tools because yes. they have to.
0: Yeah, to make it, their life quicker, more efficient. Exactly.
1: So it's kind of nice to see yeah, the different l- tools that they a lot have. of the tools that you've
0: picked up and then I have stolen as well was from there. From yeah, from the house call groomers. Yeah,
1: because they have to have like the the tools. They have to have like the tricks. And they the tr- have to have the cool... Yeah. Everything. Yeah, everything. Because they're bringing the salon to the house, so they have to make shit easy. So,
0: And it helps so much when you're, like, trying to do your own dogs at your house. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you gotta get this and this. And you're like, whoa, that's yeah. amazing. It's a
1: really cool group. It's a fun group. Um, and then this one is the Mobile Groomer Zone.
0: I'm not in that
1: one. Yeah, I don't think you are. But this one's a really good group. Um, It's just a mobile grooming community um, that, you know, it gets a little crazy in there sometimes. Mm -hmm. But it's just a good group for mobile stuff. Anything, really, and anything. You can ask haircut questions. um, So, like, basic education. Um, You can get help with mostly i find the most help you'll get through this group is for like wagon tails um and now more handy as well but if you have a diy like i do the diy mobile grooming conversions group is going to be your best bet for help with those things um but the mobile grooming group does have like basic help Mm -hmm. um but lots of educational stuff Just, like, more, like, shooting the shit, being, like, off book. Or, like, pricing questions, um, stuff like that. And then another... A lot of
0: people, where they shit and how they shit.
1: Yes, there's (laughs) pee and poop questions in there for humans.
0: That's how Vanessa got all her stuff.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another one, um, I got a couple of them. We'll try and move through these a little quickly so we can get to stories. Um, This one is really, really good, especially if you own your own business. It's called tactful Communication for Pet Services. So you don't even need to be a groomer to be in this group. You can be a pet sitter, a pet walker, um, daycare, anything that has to do with the pet industry. Um, So what this group is, is very specific. Don't come in here with your BS because you'll get shit shut down. Um, You go in with your problem, um, and you are asking for assistance on how to respond to a client. So this is for people who have a hard time with um, wording a response. And you literally can take a response, copy and paste it, and send it to your client. And they help you communicate what you're trying to say. So you'll just give like your little background story of what's happening. And I believe you can do screenshots in this group specifically. Um, Just make sure you block out all the important stuff, numbers and names. And they help you with your situation mm-hmm. and it's a really good group to be a part of um and then there's the business side of pet grooming so if you own a business questions in there very specific um this one happens to be another podcast um it's the barbara Burden susan podcast called the groom pod and it's the groom pod discussion group i really like this group because they're um, they're very educational, especially when it comes to shampoos yeah. and products like that. Um so going in, I'm not very active in this group, but if I do see a discussion in there, I'll kind of keep an eye on it. Um so they're very very educational. I would join that group if you have questions about like shampoos or products. If you're very conscious about ingredients, that would be a group that you would want to join. Um, the groomers marketplace that's basically where they sell accessories so if you want bow ties ties I haven't been on that
0: one in a long time
1: I I do I have I just bought some bows some collar bows Mm -hmm. for the male dogs and yeah yeah well they're okay (laughs) (laughs) but I bought some really cute stuff from people before on there um, and then one of my favorite groups, especially before I was pregnant and I was dealing just with off and on depression and being chronically ill, is the um, Groomers Chronic Illness and Disabilities group. Um, so if you're ever just feeling alone and you don't really have anybody to talk to, you you can post in this group. Um, and I don't think I've ever seen any toxicity in this group as well. And I believe it's actually ran by a nurse who was a groomer, so they they make sure that things stay kosher. Um, and then the Pet Groomer Town Hall is a group ran by Mary Equendo. and she does more of the business side of grooming as well. Um, so she'll like if you follow Mary, she does a lot of. Um, facebook lives on educational stuff so she does a lot of free education and then she has her um, paid educational platform um so and she's the one that was doing the commercials for a while and then so then we have a notable mention don't join this group if you're sensitive don't join this group if you're close-minded sexually <laughs> this group is wild and out. It's fun if you just want to fucking cut loose. Um, it's called Kinky Groomers and it's ran by Anais. So that is a very fun group. And if you ever just need to, you know, just have fun. <laughs>
0: My timeline is mostly of that group. Yes. Like, the timeline, if I'm not active in a certain group, it doesn't post it for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Or I'm not, like, my mind is not looking at it.
1: Yeah. But the Kinky
0: Groomers group, I'm like,
1: boom, 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 boom. Oh, I think that is the most... The day it was created, this is a fairly new group. Yeah. But it's so active, you would think this group has been around forever, but it has not. It literally was just started... Like a month ago. A month ago, yeah, about. And yeah, that group is fucking crazy. Yeah. But you cannot be sensitive in this group at Yeah, all.
0: you can't. No. And you can be vanilla, too. Oh, if yeah. You can yeah. be
1: totally vanilla and
0: just kind of like, want to be spicy on the internet? Go yeah, ahead and do it!
1: Do it. Be fun. It. You don't, yeah, you don't need to be kinky. You just need to be... Open-minded. Open-minded. Because if The memes that
0: come out of them are hilarious. Oh,
1: and just the forward talk that comes out of this group. Yeah. You know, we had to shut something down a little bit because someone was kind of being like, this is gross and cringy because a man asked for something sexually. And now
0: it's, it it did, it, it did seem almost like he's just soliciting it for his own pleasure rather than being part of the group.
1: It's Yeah. No, okay. (sighs) Women do the same thing in the group. 100%. But
0: it's different.
1: But it shouldn't be. That's a double standard.
0: Yeah, and... And
1: the only time for me that it's 100% okay for a man to be sexually forward like that is if they take no for an answer. In which I know for a fact he does take no for an answer. So, to me, it's harmless. The only time it is not harmless is if the man continues, and this comment wasn't directed to the person who said this is gross. It was directed to somebody else who was hundred percent accepting of the comment. So
0: I don't know what feed you're talking about, but either way, it's a it's a kinky group. It is. People are gonna yeah do and say kinky things or yeah. sexually so just, like, forward don't things. Don't be offended.
1: Yeah, I mean, I shouldn't say don't be offended because there are some things where I'm like, ooh, that crossed a line. But I don't have to engage in that conversation. Yeah, just... Just scroll on. Yeah. It's not happening to you. It's happening to someone else. And if they're being complicit with it and they're joining in the fun, then who are we to throw our negativity in there. You
0: don't know what anybody else is. You're not kink shaming here.
1: No, exactly. The only time I would ever chime in is if someone was explicitly saying, no, don't talk to me that way. And the person continued male or female, then I'd be like, person, you need to back the fuck off. Yeah. But that hasn't happened in this group. So it just seems like everybody kind of respects the boundaries. It's fun. Everybody have your safe word in hand. Yes, definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I noticed you don't have like some of the older groups that we were we used to be in.
1: Um, I left. They got too toxic? No. They just I wasn't really into those groups anymore. I never really They don't offer enough a lot of times. No, I was a part of Grooming Smarter um for a really really long time, and the group seemed to stop offering more education. It's, very, it's an educational group, but it seemed like it was always the same thing over and over and over again. So I kind of stopped paying attention to the group. And then... Yeah. I th- is that the group that you're talking about? No. Grooming, continuing education. Um, That one gets a little toxic. Yeah. And it's not... Um, no, I'm mixing that group up. It's not very... I don't know. It's I picked the ones that seem to be the most active in the grooming, continuing education that to me. That one's
0: super active. Hmm. But, I don't know. When it comes to continuing education, I feel like it's supposed to be continuing the education that is already the basics. Right? Um, but it's just like, I feel like they they don't offer enough. Exactly. And then they do get very toxic very yes. quickly.
1: And then I didn't put the uncensored group in here because that
0: one's a joke. Yes. I still follow it too, and I'm it's gonna hilarious. say hilarious. It's hilarious, but people are too fucking sensitive on that one. And it's an uncensored and group. It's an uncensored. Exactly. <laughs> it's uncensored, and it's people- ironic. Yeah, and people start doing stupid shit on it too, like doxing other people, and I'm like, no,
1: yeah. So that's why I didn't put those groups in here because I went with ones that were going to serve you the best purpose.
0: Yeah, and if you guys have any other groups, Vanessa would love to join them. Yeah. (laughs) That you would recommend.
1: Yes. Hit me up if you have any groups that I missed. Or I might just be a part of them and I just don't feel that they're worth a notable mention. Yeah. You know, I was part of an Asian one, um, Asian fusion group, wasn't active. I noticed that people were just going on there and showing off their work. Which is nice to look
0: at, but that's not what you're there for.
1: Exactly.
0: There's other groups that I'm on that I've had to just get out of because it ends up being people aren't active enough or they're there to like kind of. Watch, which I get, and I'm one of those people that don't, doesn't engage much, so I am guilty of this as well. But when a majority of people don't engage for this purpose, like if they set up the group and they don't engage in the group and they set up the group, yeah, it just becomes filled with advertisements of people selling yes. shears and like their off market their particular brand of stuff, and it gets very exhausting because yes. you're gonna see that everywhere else as well.
1: Um, oh, there was a group that I forgot to mention. Um, but the one that I had mentioned earlier was the professional mobile gr- dog groomers. Um, that one's a pretty chill group. Um, and then. I, I'm on tiny
0: salons. That one's really fun.
1: That's not it.
0: Well, I'm on that one because my dream is to have my own tiny salon on a property that's like on my property if I ever own my own property. And people make these things so luxurious and they're tiny and they're cute
1: no this one is um this one is for maintenance yes general it? maintenance gm did i leave it why would i do that
0: because you don't need it anymore yeah it's grooming maintenance and care it's the only one that i have but it's the one that you invited me to where um they're always posting videos on how to do stuff but they're very active And so you have a lot of sharp it's you have a lot of sharpeners on there and like people who work on your tools and they show you exactly how to take care of your tools Mm -hmm. properly
1: it's a good group to be a part of especially if you're wanting to learn and then they have their own line of shears yeah um, called gem which we've heard is good um but i don't know we've never tried them so That's definitely a good group to join for grooming maintenance and care. (laughs) Um, But that's kind of it. I hope uh, if you're not part of any of these groups, you gain some type of knowledge in these groups. Um, Yeah. Alright, so we have some stories.
0: Yep. This one is from Nikki. Hey, bitches. So I have a raunchy one for y'all. Happy reading. So I was a baby groomer in a salon. I mean like baby, baby. I had a Westie I was working on. I noticed while doing his sani trim that his penis was stuck out of his foreskin and was dry and green. Fucking nasty green goop. Mm -hmm.
1: Infected.
0: As I was working in that area, he started to get an erection that wouldn't go down, especially since his junk was stuck. So I went ahead and took him across the building to the in-store vet. The vet said just to spray some water in that area, and if it still stuck out of the foreskin after the erection went down to bring him him back in, and they would lube it up and go ahead and check for a UTI. So I put him in the tub, started bathing him. He blew his load all (gasps) over the tub and me. The whole salon gave me crap for the happy ending groom I gave on accident when I took him to the vet to have him checked for the UTI and and told them what happened. They said that's one way to lube him up. I can't be the only groomer that this has happened. Hope y'all enjoyed it. And that I've seen that happen with a, a Shih Tzu puppy.
1: Oh my god, that's a nasty. Do you
0: remember Lonnie?
1: No, I didn't work with her. Okay, she well you know who she me. is? Yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, she had a Shih Tzu puppy, and the dog just started humping the air, and we thought it was funny! Like, the dog was humping the air, and then the dog was vigorously humping the air. She couldn't groom the dog, so we had to wait until the dog stopped humping the air, which it didn't stop humping the air, and it jizzed all over her table.
1: That's nasty. I've never seen a dog come before. I don't want to, either. <laughs> That's a nasty. It's gross. Oh. I feel violated. I, you know, I've never seen a dog come, but I've been come on by a dog. Yeah. When, I know I've told this story. About the bull mastiff? Yeah, that took a hella advantage of me, and it came on my back. <laughs> oh my
0: god. Alright, oh, okay. And it
1: came on by a chow when I was little. It pinned me and mounted me and came on me. But wow. I never actually saw it come. But it came all over my poor leg. Well, that poor poor table and, and what's wrong that with poor me? bathtub. Yeah. Gross. What's wrong with me? Just like molested by dogs. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> this is awful.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, so Salon Ghost Story. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Anne. I've been into paranormal right now. I fell asleep watching paranormal before Vanessa got here.
0: (laughs) She was asleep when I came into her house. (laughs) I know. Hi, Vanessas. I just wanted to say, first off, I love your podcast. My salon doesn't have a separate room for drying, so with five groomers and a bather, I wear noise-canceling headphones a lot, and I listen to your podcast almost the entire day.
1: Aw, thank That's you. That's awesome. Don't you- bitch too hard. It always makes me sad when I get to the end of my binging, and then you gotta keep up, you right? know? You
0: guys can use my name in the story, Anne Elizabeth Darnell, and I work at Pause and Relax in St. Charles, Missouri. Cool. So I recently started working here a couple months ago after working at Corp and the other groomers would talk about Sandy doing things and I assumed it was a cleaning lady or something who came some something who came someone who came around after we all left. My personal experience is that I sit in a rolling chair while I groom and I usually keep it in a separate part of the salon on my days off so it doesn't get in the way. I go to bathe my first dog and I put it in the drying kennel so I can go grab the chair, but I get to the table and the chair is already there. I swear it wasn't there before. There are other things like it'll be my first dog of the day and I'm there alone, but the shears and blades I need are already pulled out and ready on my station. Ah, Everybody said, oh, Sandy likes to be helpful. So I was like, weird, that's the, that's the cleaning lady. Would go into my dogs for the next day's files and put out my equipment. And also, which chair I use. (laughs) Okay, I love Sandy. Turns out Sandy was a groomer that worked there previously that had woken up one morning and started getting ready for work when she suddenly passed away. She is a very helpful ghost, so I have no complaints at all. There's also a lot of other weird instances, but it's always been a very helpful it's always been in a very helpful way so it's not scary at all it's okay if you guys don't share my story I thought you guys would enjoy it anyways and I think that's funny and cute and sweet and spooky at the same time
1: see like that's the kind of ghost I'd be okay with a helpful ghost <laughs> a helpful ghost that cleaned up and <laughs> put your shears out put my shears out make sure your chair is nearby when you need it exactly and put themselves to good use like that is appropriate not these ghosts that just want you to shit your pants. <laughs> like that's not appropriate. Um, this one is from
0: Nikki. You guys are the best. Thank you for making me laugh while grooming. Here's another crazy one. Do you ever going into some? Uh, do you ever going into someone's house and have that feeling that all hell is about to break loose? Ooh, they got that negative energy. Right? So a few years back, I was working for a mobile before starting my own. I went to this lady's apartment to get her cat to groom it. Little did I know what I was in for. Let's just say because of this, I require cats to be in a carrier when I get into the house. Anyways, I get there and the lady is in a panic because she can't find the cat. Insert eye roll. Um, So I proceeded to help her. I walked into her apartment And it's a shit show. We are looking for the cat. I look around. You can't see the floor at all. Like, I don't know what type of flooring she has. There is garbage shit, food, dishes covering the floor. I'm not kidding. Like, legit shit? Like, I can't see the floor. Yeah. Yeah. The kitchen was food and dishes stacked up that looked like a microbiology experiment. I can see bacteria growing all over the dishes. The kitchen uh, probably had food from two to three months prior in pots and pans. Oh my god. So I get down on the ground to look on the floor by the couch. There are sex toys next to my face, all covered (laughs) in kinds of bodily fluids, possibly blood and feces. What? I used... Uh, used condom was underneath my knee then the lady lifts up the couch for me to look under it and drops the whole corner of the couch on my shoulder blade no. That did it. I was done. Yeah. So fucking done. I told her that after looking at her apartment for 45 minutes, I was leaving. My employer did not charge a travel fee. She left a tip via credit card for my trouble, which I'm pretty sure I did not receive on my check.
1: Wow. And
0: I never actually saw her cat. Who knows? Maybe there wasn't a cat and she just wanted to kidnap well, maybe me, and cut me up. Maybe the cat died. Some shit. And
1: she yeah. had no idea.
0: Yeah. I unfortunately know...
1: I feel like that handful of hoarders
0: like. So, like, I know what that looks like, and it's very gross.
1: I've never been in a hoarding house. I've only watched almost every episode of Hoarders, and
0: <laughs> I've been in. I've been in. I've been in hoarding houses.
1: I don't know if I could actually look at a hoarder house.
0: I've had, I used to have a babysitter that was a hoarder and like her living room was the only indi- was not a good indicator of how bad of a hoarder she was. And so like, you know, when you're interviewing babysitters, you're just, you're not really going into the house. Well, you should, but we didn't. Yeah. And so we got this referral from another lady, um, who I guess this lady babysitter her kids. Anyway, so like, she was like a very large woman. And I don't understand... I know, because she was my babysitter, we were watched by her older daughter, not by her.
1: Oh my god.
0: She would s- literally sit around and watch TV all day long. That... And she she was l- such a large woman that she was handicapped, and that's why she was like, oh, I'll have an at-home... Daycare. Daycare. And, like, we would just get away with anything. Like, I almost burned down. I almost, I, it wasn't just me, but we almost burned that house down.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Because there was so much clutter, and it was, like, like, when you walked in, the living room was clean, and the kitchen was all right, Um, but, like, the backyard was full of trash. (gasps) And when you get into the hallways, there was, like, a narrow walkway, and then the, the sides of the hallways were junk just stacked up. And her room was completely trashed. They had animals. I don't remember ever seeing
1: them. Because they were dead. I was little.
0: Um, and then her daughter and um, another room was, like, completely covered in just shit. Like, just a bunch of crap.
1: Like, I kind of get how those things happen. I
0: get how they happen, and I know but the how? people. I know the people that who are hoarders. Like... I love my... One of my best friends is a hoarder. Like, she will legit m- admit to it. She is a, she is a really yeah. bad hoarder. And literally, like, she cannot be in the room when I clean because she will have, like, almost a like attack. a physical... Yeah, she'll have a physical reaction mm-hmm. to me throwing out stuff. So now, like, and that's the thing, though, is, like, I'll go in and help her clean. And I'm not a very clean person. Like, if you know me, I'm pretty messy. But I, like, for some reason, like, I mesh well with her in a sense. Like, I can help her
1: out. Yeah. So, um. I would love to, like, get in her house and clean it. I was a little jealous that you didn't invite me over. Um, by the way, there, I only did the downstairs. I know. There's still. An upstairs.
0: An upstairs. Like. And her room is the biggest challenge. Challenge accepted. Yeah, so whenever I you're ready. I
1: love... Yeah, okay, so let me get through this first trimester. Because I love, love, love taking such, like, a messy place. Because I've been depressed to the point where my house has just... It, it's never been a hoarder experience, but it's, to my standards, really bad. And I love, like, decluttering And then like deep cleaning and like getting it as clean as possible because you feel so good. So
0: I have to deep clean my house because of how messy I am, because in my mind, no matter how messy it gets, like I know underneath is disinfected. So it it makes me feel less guilty of my bad ADHD habits of Vanessa seeing me cook like it's bad. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I can't watch people cook. I have a very particular way of cooking, and my husband, when he cooks, uh, uses everything.
0: I do, too, and I don't clean as I go. No. And things get everywhere. Sauce gets everywhere. There may be, like, a thing where the ladle goes, but for some reason... (laughs) You don't use it. I don't use it because it wasn't in the right hand, and so it goes here. You know? yeah. And then there's sauce everywhere, and then there's a big pile of dishes at the end. Yeah. I can't. Oh, and then when I do my makeup, like, if I go out, my husband hates it. So I I know how easily it gets messy. And yeah. so, like, my mental in whatever says, as long as it's clean underneath, it's technically clean. <laughs> clean.
1: But the thing is... Well, because you, your house has never been dusty.
0: No, because I, I will periodically dust everything. Like, yeah. crevices, um... My biggest pet peeve is seeing dust on door handles and um, dust on, what are those things called on the floors? Oh, baseboards. Baseboards. I can't stand it because that just an indicator of grime. Yeah. Um, mold on your tubs. Yeah. My toilets are pretty bad, though. I have hard water and I hate doing toilets, so I make my husband do toilets so they haven't been done. Um, so our toilets are bad. My one sink, I was using bleach to clean it and I didn't know it's too corrosive it corroded it so now I have this hard water stain and it yeah. bothers me yeah. I can't get it out
1: it eats the more like doing bleach once in a while to like super disinfect only if there was a whole bunch of urine well so not even I shouldn't say urine but just
0: it, it was because like I have a slight leak in my and anyway there will be like mold that will build up on the pipe like on the bottom where the drain is so it'll be on the drain so I'm thinking like oh if there's mold on the drain I need to kill all the mold and so I'll use corrosive materials and so now the whole ceramic um is eaten the sealant is gone so now it's like an ugly stain and it drives me nuts everything drives me I hate my house (laughs) everything about my house I hate yeah like I almost divorced my husband over this
1: house I fucking hate it um I don't know. When I I don't know. But yeah, that the court, I stopped cleaning a long time ago.
0: Porters get gross in a they sense do. like there's ones like I've known ones that are so depressed that they're it's it's almost as if like like a normal person now, I wouldn't say normal person, but somebody who is not in their state, their mental state, yeah. will know, like, if you have an animal, you know that if you don't keep an eye on that animal, things will happen, such as poop and pee. Yeah. Right? So, you'll know, like, to take the dog out morning, mm-hmm. noon, and night to go to the restroom. Or have a doggy door. Or have a doggy door, or keep an eye on it. But in their mental state, it's like, they... Don't realize they have they have an animal, but they don't understand like every step it does take to take yeah. care of him, or their brain is skipping the steps. They may not want to skip the steps, but their brain is skipping the steps, and so the shit will pile up. But they don't see the shit. They really don't see the shit. Yeah.
1: Like they how don't. do you not
0: see a big pile of fucking shit? They don't see it,
1: they and don't. it's
0: not. I don't think it's it's whatever they're going through. It's like they're
1: hoarding is a mental illness. It is. So It's not. It's severe, severe depression. It's people who have gone through so much trauma in their adolescence. Yeah. That they cannot literally let a piece of trash go. Yeah. Because them letting that trash go is some sort of abandonment.
0: It's It depends on the, it depends, and honestly depends on the PTSD. Because I know a nurse who's like that. An, a former nurse. And she was... Uh, a nurse for children Mm -hmm. um and her house has always been bad ever since i've known her and it's it gets it's gotten worse and worse as she's gotten older and she just now in her retired state was like i think i have ptsd it's like
1: oh yeah girl you do (laughs) yeah but then sometimes people are just nasty and it might not be Necessarily, yeah. you you
0: can you can be disgusted and honestly, shaming them won't work no, or help their situation. But you never have to put yourself in that situation. No, if you don't that's feel comfortable, good that you left. yeah, if you don't feel comfortable in someone else's home. You do not need to
1: be there. No, you period. can leave. You can leave. Your yeah. safety comes first. And how do you even like? You don't know groom. In that environment. Well, she was mobile, and she was picking up the cat. Oh, I thought she was house call for some reason. No, she was mobile, but she could, they couldn't
0: find the cat. Yeah. Because the cat probably... You don't know if there's dead bodies in there, either.
1: Like, she's just like, maybe I'll be a chopped up. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't know. But, thankfully, you got out of there. So...
0: I want to see a rich hoarder's house. I know there there's such a thing.
1: There is. Um... Uh, They did a hoarder's two-part series of this lady who lived in a mansion. And these people bought it. And they were nice enough to try and help her get her stuff out. This place, I think, had like 16 rooms, had a basement. It had underground corridors. um, And even the corridors were hoarded. Every room in that house was hoarded, the attic I to just the want to basement, play in the stuff. and they did, weren't able to finish getting everything out because she started having hissy fits. Yeah, it was a really sad episode because she wasn't comprehending what was happening to her house. She still thought she owned the house, and she did not whatsoever. Yeah. And so it was just really sad to watch. And they ended up having to tell her no more you have until five o'clock to get the things that you want and get it off of the street or else trash is coming to pick it up
0: that sounds so traumatic for everybody involved
1: oh the guys who bought the house it was a couple a gay couple crying like one of them would probably have been more like me and just like I can't wait to get get this shit
0: done. I can't
1: wait to go through it all. I got the trash bags ready. Because technically they bought the house as is with everything in it. Mm -hmm. And so all of it belonged to them. So they were just doing her a solid by letting her get her stuff out. And then it became a problem. And the husband was like fucking bawling. He was like, I cannot watch this anymore. This is horrible to see this older woman breaking down and then she was, they were still allowing her to live on the property in her truck that was hoarded. And it was a disheartening episode to watch because they're trying to do everything best by her and she's rebelling and being nasty and they were just, like, breaking down.
0: Was it one of those tax situations where they took over the lien of the house because the taxes weren't paid or something like that?
1: I'm not... I don't remember specifics because
0: those are kind of hard in his his situation, but it was
1: legally it was done legally
0: right. Well, there's a lot of so legally. Uh, either way, yeah, it's
1: it's sad. Yeah, um, but so well that's it for today, guys. Um, so send us your stories at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at shit on the table. Tell your friends to listen to us at Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. And remember, you can send us any type of story that we would love to hear. Um, Whatever you want to send us, send it. Okay, bye. Bye.
0: Unsolicited dick pics. (laughs) We want them.
1: I think the microphone picked that up.